Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net. Hello! <laughs> yeah, it's a big white blanket of snow out here. We're out in the middle of Camp King. We've taken the sledge out. We had a completely different topic for today, really, and uh, Sarah and I were going ice skating, but we've had so much snow. Apparently last night there was, I don't know, they were talking about 20 centimetres of snow falling overnight in a blizzard, and people should stay indoors and stock up and basically not go out if they didn't have to and we were going to drive but we've changed our mind we've stayed here and we've taken the sledge out haven't we? Yes. Yeah so we've come out to Camp King and there's a nice little hill here where we can slide down Sarah so let's give it a try. Okay here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Oh it's sliding. And I've got to do the steering as well. Oh, there's someone at the bottom. Hang on. We might have to break when we get there, Sarah. Okay. Was that good? Was that good? Oh, yeah. that's... Oh, that's snow. Oh, you're full of snow, aren't you? Yeah. It's breaking. Let's go and try a different hill. Yeah. It's actually about minus five degrees at the moment out here. It's not as cold as it has been. It's been down as far as about minus, I think minus 13 weeks, minus 12, minus 13 weeks in. We know some places had minus 15. Okay, we'll try from here, Sarah. Yeah? Is that out the way? No. <laughs> okay, you sit on it. Mm. Off you go. Oops. We're now back in the warm. There's a few things you need to know about spending winter in Germany. And I think one of the most important things is um, the tyres on your car, especially if you bring a car over here from another country. The Germans use a thing called winter tyres. They have three different types of tyres on their cars. They have summer tyres, winter tyres, and then they have sort of all-year type tyres. And You either put the all-year ones on and don't drive much, uh, with them in the winter, say, because they, you know, they, they will grip, but uh, they're not as good as the winter tyres uh, are. And what other people do, especially if you're driving a lot, is they'll have their two sets, summer and winter, and they'll change them. And I change mine in April and October. And it's all to do with the consistency of the rubber and the type of tread. So the uh, rubber in the summer of the tyres is more adapted to warm, wet roads, whereas... Um, or warm dry roads, um, whereas the winter tyres are more adapted to snow and they, you know, the tread clears the snow better and they don't um, go you know, all hard when it gets cold and things like that and um, they grip better and of course this is actually an important point. Now there's all sorts of urban myths that are going around about um, whether you have to have them or not and basically 
there's all sorts of variations on this, but the, what is everybody agrees on is that if you do have summer tyres and have an accident, then the chances that your insurance aren't going to pay up, or certainly not the uh, the full cover anyway. So uh, that's the reason to put on um, winter or all year round tyres on your car. And if you're coming from a country like the UK, you're probably going to have summer tyres on the on the car and just not be used to this type of snow or even this amount of snow I mean we've had snow this year um, deeper than a lot of years and more of it we've had weeks when it snowed every night and every morning you've had to get up and clear the car and we've even had it this year so deep in some places I mean I've had trouble I mean I've got winter tyres on my car and I've had some streets where you park the car and it's a trouble to get out again it's just so icy so obviously if you're going up into the mountains into Bavaria, up into the Alps then you're also getting into the region where you're going to need snow chains as well um, that's a special case in itself one of the uh, tips that I was given for my car was that uh, if you've got a car with ESP to turn this off when you're driving over snow because of course the ESP is trying to gauge what's going on on the road and if you go over a piece of ice or a piece of um, you know, aquaplaning, then you, it tries to compensate on that one wheel. And of course, if you're driving over s thick snow and the wheels are turning anyway, you want them to grip as much as possible and not suddenly go faster. So, this was a tip I was given. I have to admit, it's worked quite well. If I'm trying to get out of a parking space, I turn the ESP off just to get all the wheels to give me full grip, and uh, and I turn it back on again once I'm on the main road, which has hopefully been gritted. Now what uh, doesn't happen here is that uh, the paths and things don't get cleared by, say, the town council. They'll clear the roads, but uh, they clear the main roads anyway. But uh, everybody is responsible for the path in front of their house. And depending on where you live, there's different laws on when you have to clear this. Now, um, some states, I think, say you have to be out at 7 in the morning, but one here... Um, that I've been reading up on Schleswig-Holstein says that you have to be out and have the path clear by 9 o'clock in the morning and from 9 till 8 o'clock in the evening you have to have any new snow cleared within an hour and after 8 o'clock in the evening okay you just have to make sure it's all done by 9 the next day of course this isn't easy if you have um, a job and <laughs> you can't just pop home and clear the snow so you do need someone doing this for you and what a lot of people will do they'll pay someone they'll either pay company to come and do it or as in our case because of uh, you know there's, there's more than one person obviously responsible for that bit of uh, pavement in front of our block of flats there's, there's uh, a number of owners of the of the flats here uh, we have a, a house meister as the position is called who comes and does that for us so we, we effectively pay someone between us to come and do this for us during the winter time and this is very important because uh, first of all this Again, the different states have different rules on how wide this uh, bit of path has to be. You, know, you have to clear the whole path. I remember someone telling me about a metre at one point, but actually most of the states I've read up on have, have saying one metre fifty. And, if possible, <laughs> um, it's very important because if someone actually does slip and have an accident on that bit of path in front of your house, then you're responsible, usually. And so... <laughs> If you've got your own house, not a bit people listen to this who maybe come in here for the first time won't 
probably be in that position but if you've got your very own house then you're going to be at the state of who do I get to do this if I go on holiday in the winter I've got to make sure someone's clearing the path for me do neighbours do it amongst themselves or do they get a company and again if you're, if you're living in a flat it's something you have to consider but uh, if you're renting the flat then more often than not this is something that the owner will have taken care of so you probably just ask and find that you don't have to go out and do it but just be aware that this rule exists and those are the two most important things I think for, for winter here I mean getting around in, in um, winter is not so difficult when the first snow falls generally when the first snow arrives people just you know I think they forget how to drive or a lot of them have still got the summer tyres on so it can be a bit slow getting home and I remember getting uh, home one evening when the first snow fell and something that normally took me about a quarter of an hour took me two hours to get home that's uh, usually a one-off occurrence and after that um, you know if you've got good shoes good boots I can say the right tyres on it shouldn't be a problem although there comes a point where you do eventually I think even in my case I get to the point where I say okay I'm happy not to have to go out when it's so cold or travelled on the train and um, not have to drive so much and depends really where you are and, and like I said we had uh, we had uh, a big situation this year as you heard when we were outside where there was a blizzard forecast and they actually told us you know stay indoors and you know stock up and don't drive if you don't have to and this is the sort of thing I'm you know you're not used to hearing here. In fact, it's now been told that uh, this was probably uh, the worst or the coldest winter since uh, the end of the 80s. So, you know, for the 20 years have gone since people had it this bad. And there's been some discussion that the uh, Germans aren't actually used to this anymore. The winters have got milder, unless you're in an area with a lot of snow. And so maybe some people aren't changing their tyres so much or taking the risk, or, you know, and they're not geared up to have stocks of food and, and good winter boots and things. So it's worth being aware of. And I think what's really made it bad this year is that it's stayed so long, whereas we've had, you know, cold spells before. But this time the winter came and once it was here at the beginning of January, it stayed and it snowed and it kept snowing on top of old snow and of course you know it melts a little bit and freezes or it just goes down to minus 10 and just stays there and the roads become slush and yeah and we've even got to the stage now where some towns even saying they're running out of salt to grip the roads with uh, um, and you're going to do well up to now they've done the main roads now they're just going to do the motorways and things we'll see how long that lasts one place they should have enough salt is in the salt lounge in Oberorsel and that's where we're going next week for our next Monday podcast so listen to us then until next week bye this was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net responsible for the content Graham Tappenden 61440 Oberorsel Germany to leave a message in the blog or to join the forum please visit www.themondaypodcast.com